Hey, Billy, why don't we tell them what we're about, man? So we're here to welcome you to the Madhouse Chronicles. It's a talk show with myself, Billy Morrison. And me, as the This man, Prince of Darkness, and we watch and react to the maddest internet clips. What do we discuss, Ozzy? Drugs, rock and roll, aliens, all that kind of shit. Drugs, rock and roll, aliens, and all that kinds of shit. Come and join Ozzy and myself. Visit OsborneMediaHouse.com to get special access to... Come to, on! What do you say? Do you think it's the wildest show on the internet? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this show is brought to you by AdamandEve.com. If you go to AdamandEve.com right now and enter GLORY, the code word GLORY, G-L-O-R-Y, at checkout, you'll get 50% off almost any item, a free sex swing, and free shipping. Hello, this is uh, Brandon. I was listening to episode 391, and when you guys were talking about appliances, I think Alex Jones might have misinterpreted what pansexual is. And he probably thought that's people that fuck pans, and he's just not very smart. Glory hole. Thank you. Hey, guys, this is Michael, a genuine works with his hands guy, not like that bullshitter on Trump's uh, commercial. Just wanted to comment on two things from the last episode. Uh, first, Republican trickle-down stuff is such bullshit that Reagan's guy who pioneered it all uh, now says that it's bullshit. The other thing is that Trump is actually a fucking moron, which we all knew, and signed the tax bill right away. So everyone gets to run against Republicans uh, trying to cut Medicare in 2018. Glory hole. advise that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. Are you fiddling with my link there? I'm are just, you, I'm, what are you doing? I'm just... Well, just, you, you don't go, I'm just flipping a button, Tom. You don't go right for the button. I'm just flipping you the know, button. That nobody hey, likes look, it when you, you just... Don't, <laughs> you don't. That, nobody likes That's it. That's the only way they let me the in. <laughs> it's like an elevator to me. I just keep pressing. <laughs> Is this the door open you know? button? Is this the door open no, button? No, it's not. If you go right yeah, for the button, like, no, nobody this is 911. <laughs> and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is. No, welcome, Matt. This is episode 395 of Cognitive Distance. God damn, man. We are coming closer to our 400th episode. Like a month away or so. Holy shit. We are old. Mm. Jesus Christ. You only have 400 episodes of this fucking thing. Have you been doing it for a real, yeah. painfully, horrifyingly, really long oh time. my God, coronary yeah. long time. Yeah. Like this is. The- <laughs> yeah, man. It's like, it's going to be a milestone. We'll have to figure out what we're going to do. I think that's on the agenda this weekend. So we, Oh, we got to do something special. Is there going to be cake? Can there be cake? Because I found out today, like. My, that you're dying? No. Well, <laughs> yes. Every day, piece by piece. So I was, my son had his, uh, I don't know, 11th birthday or whatever, however old he is. 
uh, like a couple weeks day. ago, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he's doing his party. So for his birthday, like for his actual birthday, you know, we got him a fucking ice cream cake and a Nerf gun and saying happy birthday and stuck some candles in it. Sure, yeah, yeah. Told him to go shut up. And told him to go outside right. or yeah. below. Right. Stay exactly. out there Whatever. until you're warm. Doesn't, I literally <laughs> Stay out there care. until you feel warm. <laughs> Let me know when it's spring and that's when you can come inside. But we're having like his party party, like his oh, kid party. Have so like he's having party like a Nerf party. Party. Oh, okay. Because nice. he likes Nerf guns, right? You do that. And so Haley sends me a text message and she's like, do we need a cake or will they supply one? And I'm like, we don't need a cake. My son's fat. Like he doesn't, oh, shit. I'm like he already got a cake. He got a cake. Already. He got like I want to buy a fat kid two cakes. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Well, he's yeah. gonna have friends, so they might be thin. Well, that's what she said. That's exactly <laughs> what she said. She's like, well, his friends aren't fat, yeah. and I was like, I'm not real good at this. I guess we need a cake. Yeah. Like I would have been like, I bought one cake already. How many fucking cakes Is there do you a want? Place you can go Nerf. Yeah, it's awesome. It's like they go and they have like a big open space and. It's basically like indoor Nerf paintball. Okay. Yeah. You know, so they're going to run around and shoot each other with fucking cool. Nerf guns. And That's then, fun. I was saying. It turns out they're also going to eat cake. Yeah, well, I didn't know. Fucking be... Marie Antoinette's not <laughs> coming to this fucking party. <laughs> Your son's going to be stuck in one of those, those <laughs> holes that have to climb through the corrugated type. Uh, right. He's going to be like, get the butter. <laughs> Squeeze me out of here. Dad, I'm stuck again. <laughs> you stay in there until you're thin. Just bring my tablet. I'll watch YouTube here. <laughs> I've never been so happy at immobility. Feed me more cake. <laughs> oh, uh, I love my son. Hi, Finn. If you're listening 20 years in the future. <laughs> I hope you lost some weight. <laughs> or you won't make it 20 oh, years no. in the future. <laughs> I was a fat kid when Hello, I was his single, age. Finn. <laughs> Oh, it was uh, only hard for 25 it's, years. Yeah, it's and then a got long time. It. It's fine. It's a long time. Whatever. People get mad when we make fun of fat people, though, Tom. They leave us bad reviews. So they do. do so do I that. shouldn't make fun of my fat, fat son. Make fun of my giant body. <laughs> this story's from Right Wing Watch. This is Jim Baker. Uh, Washington train derailment was a warning from God. What? To, like, buy a car? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Hey, the train derailment is a warning from God called don't be poor and have to take the train. It's a warning from God. You should take an outdated mode of transportation. (laughs) Who trains it? Who trains it now? We use commuter trains, right? Well, commuter like, trains are different than this train, though. This, this is, is like an Amtrak, Amtrak train. So I, you know, it's funny that you ask that because I, I have no idea. I don't understand when Amtrak is the most sensible choice. It's not very inexpensive. Amtrak is not inexpensive. As I recall, it's it's close to a plane ticket. It is. It's not that it's cheap because, like, at one point, uh, I, I needed to get to New York, and the flight was canceled. And I was desperate to get there. And I was like, well, fuck, I couldn't get an airplane. I couldn't get a flight. And I looked at Amtrak and it was like 26 million hours to get to New York. Yeah, no, it's 44 hours. And it was like $400. Yeah. And I was like, a plane ticket is like 150 to $300, yeah. depending on when you buy it. And you could drive out and there I, for And cheaper. I did. So yeah. that's what I did. I got in my car. And I drove there and it took less time. It cost less money. I don't understand who takes Amtrak. Yeah, I think that it's people without cars, though. You know what I mean? Like, I think But you could people... rent a car. Yeah. I don't know. Right? Couldn't you? I... I could rent a cheap car for $25. I could rent a Chevy Sonic, which admittedly will probably catch on fire. 
I could rent a Chevy Sonic for $25. Are these train people you think that are taking it? Like they're like super excited about trains. Oh. Or afraid to fly. That's another possibility, right? But are they also afraid to drive? Yeah, I don't know. I think driving is scarier than flying. Well, I do too, but I think most people who are afraid of flying aren't also afraid of... Because then you're just afraid. Like, <laughs> like at that point, you're just, you're just like, <laughs> like you're just, you're just terrified of all like transportation a options. lands on your shoulder and you just pass out. <laughs> like, oh God. <laughs> Every oh, yeah. moment. Everything with a wheel. It just terrifies me like wheelbarrows. Yeah. I, I only travel by rickshaw. It, it's funny because I, I immediately want to say that it's an income thing, but you know it's not because when you look up Amtrak prices. They're not cheap. It's not cheap. No. So I don't know. If you guys well, know, our friend, our friend, let us know. I know we have a friend, to Southern Illinois. We know a friend who travels, but I think that's just people who are just like, I think that there's a special case for her. And the reason yeah, she why has a special case is because there's no real airports. So you can't really land right in an airplane. You still have to drive a couple hours, no matter yeah, where you to go. Southern Illinois, yeah. And so you might be able to hit a place that is in between where an airport might land. That would be just about the same. Like if I wanted to go to somewhere in the middle of Illinois, I would, you know, taking a train is not a bad call because going. Yeah. But from metropolitan area, I know what you're saying. Like from metropolitan area to metropolitan area. That's not that the plane is the best plane. is. Plus then somebody's got to pick you up from the fucking train station. What do you think that train going off the tracks in. The Amtrak. Yeah. Yeah, In Washington state, wasn't it? Or somewhere up in. Up in Washington. And uh, yeah, Yeah. they've been talking that it's been, it was speeding. Over yeah. 50 miles an hour. Yeah, it was, was going 80. Right. The last report I got. That's right. And it, <laughs> Philip, what, from the train? The guy called you. <laughs> hey, just so you know, Jim, I'm going 80 miles an hour. And I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny. It's like, it's like it was going over 50, 80. Yeah, that's over 50. <laughs> it, that's a higher I guess number. That's true, too. That is a higher number. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it was speeding. What do you think the cause of the crash was? Well, I don't know. That fucking train that fucking derailed in New York. It was also speeding. Yeah. Maybe it's speeding trains. Maybe it's a sign to not speed in a train. There was another train accident today, I thought. I thought was I there? I heard there was another train accident. Um, South Africa. Oh, yeah. But that's because the train derails and then lions eat everybody as they pile <laughs> out of the train. The lions are like, ooh, it's on fire. Sweet. <laughs> Roasted yeah. humans. Caramelized people. <laughs> they probably all got fucking bot flies or something. <laughs> Africa. It was supposed to be going 30 at that time. But this is not what it's about. It's not about tripling the fucking recommended speed limit. (laughs) It's not about where you're supposed to be. Really? Look, it's not about that. It's what is it going to be about, you think? Mm, (laughs) Prophecies, Armageddon, signs from God. This guy takes a rough shit and it's a message from God. (laughs) It's a spiritual sign. Why is it right now at this time of the year? This was its maiden voyage. Mm. Reminds you of the Titanic. What? The Titanic. Oh, I was going to say that. I was going to ask you. I was going to say the Titanic too. Yeah. Remember that train hit an iceberg? <laughs> <laughs> it was going. The Titanic was going 80 miles an hour. <laughs> like everything that uh, crashes on its first day. Like I've had some jobs where I crashed on my first day. What's <laughs> What's hilarious about this is when you're comparing the two, you're saying, well, there's a maiden, maiden voyage. And in the Titanic, they always go back to the Titanic because of the the comment, I don't even know if it's apocryphal where it's like even God couldn't sink this ship. I don't know if that's apocryphal or not. I don't know either. Um, but uh, but that's a that's a common thread that they come back to all sure, the time. Right. And uh, and they always are just like, well, look like God sucked that ship. And you're like, yeah, well, in both cases, it was human error. When did the Titanic sink? 
1908. So we're like, oh man, happens all the time. Every 109 years. Yeah, exactly. like, oh my God. <laughs> oh, it's just again. Yeah, yeah. 1912. Yeah, 1912. 1912. Sorry, okay. 19, yeah. Oh, every 105 years. It's just happening all yeah. the time. What? The fuck is wrong with yeah. you? Every four generations, <laughs> we have a happens. maiden voyage that fails. The fuck? How many other maiden voyages are in I, between? I feel like our track record with the maidens is pretty yeah. fucking high right now. <laughs> I feel good about They'd this. They'd be texting back. <laughs> Anybody yes. knew about? It? Yes, of course. The maiden voyage. They the, said the, no, nobody. That that ship. Nothing could happen to that ship. The great preachers of all times have said the Titanic is God's warning. Jeez. Warning for what? Nothing's oh happened. I love that it's like, I'm giving you a warning 105 years ago. Figure out what it's for. All right. <laughs> okay. How about we have two world wars? In the I meantime? know, right. Uh, a nuclear crisis, a cold war that started and ended, uh, a buffoon in the presidency yeah, not, multiple times. <laughs> right. The Korean War, the Vietnam, Vietnam War. I don't know how many Gulf Wars at this yeah. point. I don't even know how we yeah. count them. Yeah, at, at this the, point. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it, it, all of this, but I still, I'll tell you this much, Cecil, I would not for any amount of money go back to 1912 America, right? Oh, yeah. The world is better now. Oh, it's yeah. it's like, it's like, oh, God gave you a warning. Oh, really? Was it better in 1912? Well, not if you were black or a woman. So that's most yeah. people. Or, so or, not for most yeah. people in America. It was shit. Yeah. It was total, absolute shit. Yeah. And there was no Facebook. <laughs> All right, now I'm more interested. Now you've got you got my attention. Yo, science. What is it all about? Technology. What is that all about? Is it good or is it whack? All right, this story is from the Friendly Atheist blog. I love this rapper Bob Bob Bob. Bill Nye needs to read more books to understand the flat earth. So, like, I kind of love this because for a little while there was a feud between rapper Bob and Neil deGrasse Tyson, mm-hmm. and then Neil deGrasse Tyson's like cu- uncle or cousin or fucking somebody whatever. A, yeah, somebody made like a, made an a, like an opposing rap yeah. video that had like the rap wars, and there was spaghetti on their sweaters already or something. I don't know exactly what sure. happened to it, but now Bill Nye is getting in, like, because rapper Bob kind of called him out, and Bill Nye's like, look. You can come to fucking Science Center World or wherever yeah. he lives. He's like, yeah, come to Science Mountain. He's <laughs> like, the Justice Science League of America will fight you. And yeah, he's like, no, he's like, like Bill Nye is like, uh, he's like, you know how there's evil scientists. Right. Like Bill Nye's the good scientist, right. and he lives in a in a volcano lair <laughs> dedicated to science somewhere. But it's but it's a it's a science fair volcano lair. It so it's so like it's, made of paper yeah, mache and baking soda and vinegar. <laughs> Just explodes and it's very nice and it's very environmentally friendly. <laughs> when it explodes, it like gently cleans your carpet. Like, it's like, <laughs> Little Roombas scrub the mountain. It's very nice. It's very peaceful at Science Center Mountain. <laughs> like, it's like Bill Nye's like, come to Science Spectacular or wherever yeah. I live. Come to my satellite where I live. <laughs> well, that's what he says though. He's like, beam down my I information can- <laughs> to the humans. He's like, I can show you how science works yeah. more good. Yeah, I could show you. I could. We, he's like, we could look, at, literally look from a satellite. <laughs> like we can turn a satellite, satellite on, on and be like, bloop, and there would be a camera that goes, whoop, 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 and it takes a, yeah, it takes a picture of the of the world, and you can see it. And this guy's like, hey man, 
Read your book. You're Befe with me. It's with the guy who wrote this book. <laughs> Isn't that the equivalent to I'm just asking questions, though? Isn't that that college uh-huh. equivalent? Right, yeah. Like, it's like, I stated a thing. I said a thing. And I, I'm so, I'm such a, 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 a weasel that I can't stand behind what I said. Go, go fight the guy who wrote it. I'm just repeating what right. I wrote. Yeah, I'm just a parrot. Yeah. I'm just a parrot for bullshit. And it's like, yeah, but you're a, a slightly influ I don't know rapper Bob if he's a cool sure, I don't know me either, rapper but, these days. Yeah. I haven't asked the kids what yeah. they think of rapper Bob. I come up, I hike my pants up to my nipples. I'm like, hey, kids. Right. I'm just what like, what are you kids kidding about today? <laughs> I was I doing my, an arm swinging thing. Right I got my too. white yeah. pants all the way up exactly. and my fucking cloth belt. Yeah. My, my yeah. tie's way too short still. <laughs> still. <laughs> But so I have no idea like how influential rapper fucking sure, Bob is, yeah. right? I, I, I don't know him either. I don't. Yeah. yeah. Does it, but he's he's clearly at least somewhat influential, at least according to the article, yeah. right? So it, it's like you can't lend your fucking voice to this bullshit and then back away from this bullshit. Yeah. The guy that he quotes said Hitler was misunderstood <laughs> okay. and was actually a peaceful guy. Here's a hundred proofs that the Earth is not a globe. Oh, for fuck's sake! And so I found a couple of these. Oh, Here's for one that fuck's I want to read. So whenever experiments have been tried on the surface of standing water, the surface has always been found to be level. If the earth were a globe, the surface of all standing water would be convex. This is an experimental proof that the earth is not Come a globe. Come the fuck on. Did you see the, the and, and I don't know like how much of this stuff is just people bullshitting. You know what I mean? Like, sure. Like how like many just of these trolling, people really just believe trolling, this shit, yeah. right? But I, I watched I watched a video on on Facebook or something where some flat earth idiot was like, "This is why." And he takes a lemon. And I he pours I saw water. That. He's on kidding. It. He's got to be kidding. He has to be because he pours water and he says, "See, there's nothing on this lemon. There's no water." And then he pours in a plate. See, there's water in this plate. Right. And this is why there's standing water yeah. when it rains. And you're like, and it's like, okay, uh, like dimensions matter. Sure. Like if you had one cloud that was as big as like a massive chunk of, yeah, then that would be, and it all rained at once. Yeah. Okay. We got some problems here, but that's not at all how like ratios and sizes work. Yeah. Whatsoever. Like, so I want to address the very first claim. Okay. The earth is not a globe. So it just got me to thinking about what the word globe means. So I, I Googled the definition of globe. Noun. The earth. (laughs) (laughs) The earth is not the Uh, earth. I think think you've disproven it. All those were done in like the 1800s, right? Before we had a thing that flew into space and flew around. I just looked at it. Flew around. And we have, you know, how many satellites orbit our earth? Like, how hard is it? Yeah. How hard is it as a flat earther, you know, as, as, as a person who knows about the universe, right? As mm-hmm. somebody who's like, right. uh, all the astronomers have to be in on it. All the, all the people who send up satellites, all the tech people who are involved in all that work, all the people doing the SpaceX program right now, all these people all have to be in on this joke, like this big, crazy, practical joke. When all you need is just one picture from a fucking satellite, one picture, not even from a thing that leaves Earth. If you look at that fucking guy, the Red Felix Bull guy, Baumgartner, right? Fucking like, Red Bull guy. Look, you look at the Earth, and you're just like, that's a little marble down there, What's, right? Yeah, it defies all of the evidence. It's just a crazy person thing to think. I love this video. I got to tell you, the Felix 
Baumgartner video where he jumps. I, I, it is one of my very favorite things. I, I've watched I it a hundred times. It's so funny because when you look at it and you're just like looking at it, you're like, that's a fucking globe, man. <laughs> like what? it's a globe. Like you, look up behind the guy. It's a globe. They're not you, superimposing that. Do you remember you and I have gone up to Michigan a number of times? Yeah. And we sat and looked at the stars where you can actually see them really good. Yeah. And we've seen satellites. And you can watch them trace their way across the sky. And then you can wait a while. We've both done this. You can wait a while and they will reappear at the place that you saw it on one edge of the sky and it'll come back. What do they think is happening? Is it, like is it, it just, going around the dish? I don't I, understand. I, what, and I don't understand. Like what's underneath the, like the other side. Is yeah. it like just a, yeah, like, like is a it, flat? Does it down, just say down there? Like, China, what is it? Made in Pakistan or something <laughs> underneath there? You are watching the beginning and the birth of the new world order. And you want to call me crazy? Go to hell. Call me crazy all you want. All right, this story is from uh, iflscience.com. Meet 2018's newest bonkers health trend, quote, raw water, end quote. This is pretty much what it sounds like. If you think to yourself, raw water, but I don't cook my water. Yeah, I mean, you sort of do cook your water in the sense that if you drink regular water, we purify it. We purify it sometimes with chemical means and sometimes with heat means, like to sanitize and get all the weird shit that's going to kill you, like the beaver poop and like the yeah, fucking yeah. mic. No, raw water is, let's drink beaver poo. That's what <laughs> raw water is. It's just water, man, that like, like it's it's why you get cholera sometimes. Some things are okay to not eat raw. Like you don't want a raw chicken Caesar salad. You don't want a raw salad chicken. Have you seen the videos of people eating chicken sashimi? Yeah, people eat it because they're weird, and that's a weird thing to do. That's gross. And I everyone just who does that is wrong. I gotta say it's weird. The reason why I think it's weird is because the texture of that is gross. Oh, like the texture just, would be disgusting. like snot. I know that they're not they're not raised in the way that you would get salmonella, so it doesn't matter. But like even still, I would not because you could you could feasibly like put it in a sous vide at like 125 for four or five days. Sure, right. And then you could try to eat it, but it would be, it would be horrifying. Horrifying. It would be horrifying. It would be, horrifying. It would be like eating a chicken booger. Yeah. It would be the worst. Yeah. You just slurp it up. Yeah. You slurp it right off the plate. It would. And then while it went in, while it went in, it would, it would probably hit you on the nose and on the chin. It would be like, and just go right in. Yeah. Garrison Keeler before that. Yeah. I'm just saying. He's available now. So. <laughs> he needs his money for his legal defense. There's a guy who said, he said, uh, he's talking about, he's, he's basically talking about uh, raw water and how it's, you know, like you should do raw water. You should do this sort of thing. And he says chloramine. And on top of that, they're putting in fluoride. Call me a conspiracy theorist, but it's a mind control drug that has no benefit to our <laughs> dental health. Okay, buddy. Yeah. yeah. I'll call you. No. Yeah, you are. Conspiracy. Absolutely. I will. Seriously, we're, we're gonna, says the we're words, gonna check that box. <laughs> mind control drug. If they're not talking about LSD, right? Like, and that's not control, so don't send yeah. me your fucking emails. Look, you know what you know what cracks me up about this is like, and I've said this so many times because it's true and it amazes me all the time. It's like we're in a place, man, where I wake up every morning and I piss mm -hmm. in the safest, cleanest, cleanest drinking water the, world, the world has ever known. In the world. Right? In all the history of mankind. I take a piss in the safest drinking water in the world. And these guys are just looking at that and thumbing their noses at it. Like water-based illness yeah. is still a, a, a yeah. massive cause for horrors across yeah. the world. Terrible disease, 
terrible, uh, you, you know, um, not just bacteria and shit, but but also like uh, other pathogens. What the fuck are the parasites and sure. shit yeah. that live in water? I mean, waterborne illnesses are cripplingly awful. And like, we've got that shit licked. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be these dumbasses who are like, well, I don't know. I'd rather drink that water next to that beaver dam over yeah. there. Well, fuck. Oh, and that and that's the thing. It, I think he I think you hit the nail right on the head because I think it's a very privileged position. Right. To be able to thumb your nose at clean water when somebody has to, you know, wash their clothes and drink out of the shit water. I, I have very good friends that after the um hurricanes hit the islands, you know, the hurricane, whatever the fuck destroyed all that shit. Um, you know, they sent life straws and generators to the people that were living there. Life straws, if you don't know, are they're pretty incredible. They're basically like these graphene straws that are a, um, a a filter for bacteria and pathogens and everything out of water. And you have to slurp your water through this straw. And it's not actually terribly easy to bring it up through the straw. Um, but they save a lot of lives all across the world. They're an incredible technology. Um, we don't have to do that, yeah, man. We don't have to do that. I just have a bottle of water yep. sitting right here. Yep. And I'm going to casually drink it knowing it's safe. Yep. I don't have to have a hope I don't die straw that I remember to slurp and suck all of my fucking water through. There was a show that I really enjoyed called The Colony. Um, mm-hmm. And it was a show on Discovery or something where they took a bunch of people. I remember the show, yeah. And they, they just let them go like in this like little area that they sort of cordoned off and said, here you go. Go survive, yeah, basically. Right. And they had to like, like boil water because yeah. they were getting water from like a creek and they had to like make sure that they boiled the water because if they didn't boil the water they would die they you could really get fucked up like if you want to you know change your method of propulsion to the bathroom from walking (laughs) to diarrhea right you know what i mean like if you're a diarrhea powered thing and shoot through the air that's a totally different story i understand you want to modify your body a little bit i get it like dysentery and fucking cholera and all that shit that's just killed more people in the civil war than bullets yeah that's just like, it basically turns your body into a slip and slide. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, everything just goes, woo, right, right out. And we've got that beat. We've yeah. got to beat all day. you got to beat all day. And instead, they're just like, they're like, no. Nah. And it's the same thing when it comes to, you know, um, poo-pooing GMOs. You know, being like, yeah, you know, easy for us yeah. to say when like food is a plenty. Yeah, when, it's, when it's easy, yeah. you know, be like, oh, I only sorry, I only eat free range wheat or whatever. You know, <laughs> but instead, these like, like you could save a lot of lives if you just do some GMO shit. Oh, dude, I got to tell you a story. I I was at the grocery store the other day, and I was looking at like, like bubble bath, right? Like no shit, like bubble bath for kids. There was a bubble bath that said it was gluten free. <laughs> <laughs> Eating their bubble like, bath. Ah, you're a fat kid. <laughs> <laughs> when you take away his cake, he goes to the bubble bath. It didn't say sugar free. He's got an ice cream cone <laughs> filled with bubble bath. Gluten free bubble. Eating it. You want to have cake? <laughs> and you believe what could be the world's most fearsome, destructive weapon? Obama's third term? Not really. That's what Secretary of State John Kerry is saying about global warming. It's been so hot this winter. Winter. I don't know where Kerry has been spending his time, but uh, maybe he's so wealthy they have a special house that's all uh, has tropical plants in it, so it, he feels like he's in the tropics. But the rest of us, it's been cold as the dickens. All right, this is Mother Jones. I uh, hear 
is the worst anti-science BS of 2017. So let's, there's a list. Lists are always fun at the end of the year. Let's talk about a few of these. Um, it's the number, beginning of the year. Well, but it was the end of the year. <laughs> and now that's why I shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right. Happy New Year. <laughs> I don't know if you remember, but oh, we did that. There was a yeah. thing. We blew a horn. So uh, the first one, White House declares climate science a waste of your money. That's not untrue yeah, that's at not all. Untrue. Like it's not a thing that wasn't said. That was the White House budget director, uh, Mick Mulvaney. He said, quote, regarding the question as to climate change, I think the president was fairly straightforward. We're not spending money on that anymore. We consider that to be a waste of your money to go out and do that. Well, so. and it's not just like the thing is, is like a lot of things in this list all come back to climate science. The next one is Trump staffers play dumb on the global warming hoax. And then later on, they talk about the uh, the head of that department, um, Scott Pruitt on the uh, EPA declares war on climate science. So like three of these seven are against global warming because, man, want to talk about some scary shit, you know, and I know that. You know, there's a lot of alarmist stuff that comes out when we start to predict things deep into the future, right? When we start talking about sure. 30, 40 years in the future, it, it almost always seems like there's a lot of naysayers. And I remember right. reading very recently somebody who was talking, I don't remember where I was reading it, but somebody was saying, look, I was around in the 70s when they were saying that there was going to be an ice age in 2020. So, you know what I mean? Like, so, yeah, you know right. what I mean? And so there's, there's constantly this, Push pull. There's all yeah. There's always a push pull, and there's always a little bit more alarmism in these things. Mm -hmm. Like you'll read, I've read stuff that said that the ocean's going to be completely bleached out by 2050. Like there's just not going to be any, any life, you know, any really life left, left or whatever. Ocean, yeah. Um, so you don't know. I don't know exactly how far to, uh, to be alarmed. I don't know how far right. I need to be alarmed. <clears throat> um, but none of it looks. It's not like the thing is. Is like. There's nobody predicting puppy dogs and ribbons and balloons. Like nobody's predicting good stuff. Right. That's there's true. never there's right. never a moment where they're just like, and then we're gonna have ice cream and cake, <laughs> and everyone is happy, right. and the world will be abundant, and no one will have starved because of global warming. There's none of those. I never see any of those. Yeah. All I see is it's bad, it's bad, it's bad, it's worse. It's oh my god. It's the apocalypse. Mad Max will be driving around. There's going to be fucking, there's going to be a guy with a fucking guitar that shoots fire outfit. It's going to be crazy. So like, that's, that's what I, that's what you hear about. And that's yeah, what you right. see. And this white house has been very anti-environment since they took office. Well, I, I want to read Trump's latest tweet on climate change. Yeah. Cause he, he really elucidated. Oh, this is his, good one. his understanding this of how climate works. He yep. said, in the East, it could be the coldest New Year's Eve on record. Perhaps we could use a little bit of that good old global warming that our country, but not other countries, was going to pay trillions of dollars to protect against. Bundle up. He doesn't know what he's talking about. I heard a really funny thing that somebody, some analysis of that. They said, that would be like saying just because the tallest girl in your class or the tallest person in your class is a girl, that all girls are taller than boys. Right. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, exa yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? It's just like, right. like, just because one thing happened one time doesn't mean it doesn't it's, define the set. Doesn't define yeah. the set. And, right. and it's like, 
yeah, it, it can be true that it can be very cold here. And it is cold here. It's been cold oh, here been for cold several for a couple days. Weeks, yeah. And it's going to be cold. They're, they're saying that this, this winter on record is going to be one of those vortex winters where we okay. get a lot of fucking polar vortex for the rest of the winter. They're, they're suspecting that it's going to be a below average winter for us here in the Midwest. Um, <laughs> and it's just going to be Yay. shitty, <laughs> shitty cold weather. And Extreme at, weather is, yeah. a, is, is a feature of global warming, yeah. right? We, yeah. they've, they've been saying that. Extreme. For a long time. And, and look at how extreme it is because down in the, you know, the southern part of the, the states has been getting hammered. Right. You They're know? getting snow they don't normally snow get. They They're don't getting all kinds get. of They're shit. Like, yeah. Fuck. Well, I, I mean, I don't know if you guys noticed, we had a, a couple of hurricanes last year. Like, we're having some extreme weather issues. Sure. Yeah. And the and the fires that are happening. You know what I mean? Like, oh, the right. fires yeah. that are happening. Those are happening with because more of frequency judgment, right? and longer, bigger fires right. that are encroaching more and more on, you know, where humans are because... God doesn't like us. Yeah, right. He well, they've been always wanna, burning since the He wants the to burn Silicon turned. Valley. He doesn't want to burn trailer parks. Look <laughs> right? at it. I'm I telling know, you. Right? I'm telling you, he's burning mansions, not trailer parks. Oh, my God. You know why? Yeah, because California is full of mansions. And it's dry. And those houses have wheels. And <laughs> <laughs> There's some really interesting stuff in here, though. The one that really caught my attention... States use experimental oh, drugs see, yeah. to execute inmates. Yeah. Like, and they're because this is drug companies mm-hmm. don't want to have their name on some of these things. So then they run out of these like ways in which to put people asleep and then yeah. like stop their heart and whatnot. So now they have to just be like, I don't know what you got in the medicine cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is I, I read about this as as it was kind of happening. It's it was really interesting. A lot of the uh, drug companies refused to sell their drugs yeah. to uh, the prison system in order for the prison system to to do these executions. And so, and and also interesting is like, you know, killing somebody with drugs is actually not terribly complicated. Like we put our pets to sleep. Our sure. pets are just biological, yeah. you know, and, and it's, they basically give them a massive, massive overdose of barbiturates. Right. But when we execute inmates, we go through this multi-step process where we put somebody to sleep and then we stop the heart and then we stop the breathing. And that's typically like been how it's been done. Even though like I have done some reading that said like the barbiturates would be way better. It's just a way better, more efficient, less painful. We know it works. You do it to animals all the time. We have this, multi-step process instead. And companies are just like, yeah, I don't want you. Because there was a botched execution yeah. in Ohio. Yeah. And that's really what started all sure. this. They tried to use their drugs before they ran out. <laughs> is what they said. Like, I guess they were going to, they were going to expire or something. So they're they're like, oh, well, get some of those death penalty guys. Right. It's like hoarding your Can bike. You round them up? Right? Like, oh, it's going to expire. So just Take a bunch of it and drink a bourbon. We're gonna see what happens. <laughs> Could you imagine? They get the they send out all the all the guards to all the nearest pharmacies and they're arguing at the pharmacist. <laughs> My wife needs this to go to sleep. <laughs> she needs potassium chloride to go to sleep. I'm gonna need to call your physician. <laughs> We're going to need to see your license, sir. We only give out one tablet of potassium chloride per customer. <laughs> Gary Busey said recently that Donald Trump would make a great president. Of course, he said the same thing about an old rusty birdcage he found. This story from The Guardian. I want to talk about this a little bit. This is Trump Tower meeting with Russians. Treasonous, Bannon says in explosive book. So did uh, he maniacally laugh afterwards? Uh, you know, did he? Did he hold his? T- <laughs> did he tip his hands together and go, "Excellent"? <laughs> <laughs> 
So I've read a couple of articles about this that were just really interesting. There's a, there's a new book that's come out by Michael Wolf. The book is Fire and Fury. It's about uh, inside the Trump White House. Um, and in it, there's a whole bunch of people that were quoted, right? Yeah. Um, and a lot of these folks that were quoted, I read a couple articles, a lot of these folks that were quoted were like, yeah, this man is spectacularly stupid. They called him a dumbass, an mm -hmm. imbecile. They like nobody had anything really positive to say. Clearly, the book has a slant, right? Um, but Bannon came out and said that the meeting between Don Jr. and the Russians was treasonous. Mm -hmm. And he said that basically that, that uh, Don Jr. is going to crack like an egg under the pressure when he gets finally, you know, sure. beat up about this. Sure. And, and the reason I wanted to talk about this is that <clears throat> if this shit happened, and, and it seems clearer and clearer that something probably touched Trump at some point, even if it wasn't Trump, this is treason. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't understand why we're talking about this like it's something less. Why are we talking about this like it's obstruction of justice? Why are we talking about this like it's collusion? We're using that word collusion. Yeah. This is treason. Allowing a foreign government influence to undermine the will of the democracy. That is treason. There's no way this is not treason. And I have every hope but no suspicion that we will treat this like actual fucking treason. We need to use that word. Not, I don't think we're gonna, and I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to read from, an, uh, from a piece of this article real quick. He's, Bannon went on, Wolf writes, to say that if any such meeting had to take place, it should have been set up in, quote, a holiday inn in Manchester, New Hampshire, with your lawyers who meet with these people, end quote. Any information, he said, could then be, quote, dumped down to Breitbart or something like that, or maybe some other more legitimate publication. That's just a publication. Well, what I love that, that that but, was his publication. But, but what does that say to you, though? What it says to me is that there's already systems in place for this stuff to work. It's just that they just didn't do the right channels to make it work. That that there's already that this sort of thing probably he already had a method in which that seems like that this could have easily worked for them, and no one would be even sniffing at their door. Yeah. It's just that they just didn't care or they they thought they were above the law or that, in my opinion, they think conspiracies are real. So they think that they can get away with them. And so, right. you know, they they just let it go. But this is not like when I read that, I think, oh, no, people know how to get this shit through the back door. No problem. Right. If you are working for the opposition candidate and you meet with a foreign government and you take information to subvert the democratic process. That's the clear intention was to allow a foreign government to interfere with our democratic process. That is the cornerstone of how we choose our leadership. That's that's treason. Like by any reasonable measure of that word doesn't really mean it. What does that word even mean? If that's not treason, what is treason? Now, the concern, obviously, is if this isn't, isn't bottled up in San Francisco, this kind of nonsense. Then it's going to be spreading across the entire fruited plain, and you're going to be going to your Burger King in Des Moines, Iowa, and you're going to have a rainbow-colored wrapper for your Whopper. This is Right Wing Watch. Kevin Swanson, uh, 2017 wildfires were God punishing California for turning pedophiles and homosexuals into heroes. Hmm. All right. Well, let's well, play Just it. for one day. Now, this last year, let me sum it up this way, Bill. I think best summed up, as the year that God gave America an opportunity to repent of their sins. 2017 was a window of opportunity for the nation to repent. 
and uh, didn't happen, but it was a window of opportunity. And indeed, God is holding back on his judgment. But I will say that it was the year of God's judgment on America. God brought judgment to America in 2017. 2017 brought the worst hurricanes and the worst fires in American history. Now, we typically refer to these as natural disasters. Sometimes insurance agencies refer to them as acts of God, which more is like, actually right. More like supernatural. Yeah, nothing supernatural about them. Why do we still refer to them as acts of God? Because we're fucking idiots. <laughs> That's a fair answer. I, because it's just <laughs> what we've always done. Because before people knew how things happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just like, who cares? Like, it's just fucking terminology. That's fucking ye oldie. Yeah. Like, that's all that we is. We just haven't gotten rid of it. Right. It's yeah. like, I don't know why there's a hurricane. Well, now people do. Yeah. Now we know why there's hurricanes. You know, we know it so well. We can predict that they're going to be before they actually are. And we know where they're going once they right. start. Or at least pretty good. We have a pretty we, good idea. Right, we, we we look out at the conditions. We're like, oh, it looks like it's a tropical storm. And then tropical storm forms. We're like, oh, the conditions are right for hurricane. And then hurricane forms. Like, there's nothing supernatural about something that you can look at and understand and predict is going to yeah, happen. Right. That's a fucking stupid thing to think. And if you think that it's because you're an actually stupid person. Masters, <laughs> An act of God. They still use that in insurance policies. Yep. Okay. Well, that's precisely what it is. My friends, these are acts of God. They're not acts of chance occurrences in a completely random universe, which is the where they're presented by the Weather Channel. And, and scientists well, and Because the stuff. Weather Channel is anti-God. I mean, let's right? be real honest. CNN. I understand that. But no, no, no. 2017 brought the worst hurricanes and the worst fires in American history to the tune of $400 billion. Hey, here's a newsflash, dude. That's not, that's the worst ones in history this year. Right. Trust me, man. It's going to get it's worse. It's going to get worse. Yeah. It's not like it's going to get better. No. You know, the thing is like, who, I hear that shit and I'm just like, yeah, who cares? There's always going to be a worse something sometime. Yeah. Like records of for everything are always getting topped. It's like, it's not. And with even interesting and like, that's really kind of a hallmark, like we were talking about of climate change. Yeah. In reparations. And that would account for about 5% of the GNI. You say, well, that's not very much. Wait, did he say reparations? He did. Reparations. Let's see what he's talking about though. To the tune of $400 billion in reparations, and that would account for... That doesn't sound right. Uh, that's not the right word uh, Insurance payouts? Reparations? It's, reparations are measures taken by the state to redress gross and systematic violations of human <laughs> rights. I don't think, like, they go, what, is the hurricane going to write a check? The hurricane. I'm sorry, the guys. The hurricane beat you with a billy club. <laughs> the hurricane shot you when you were complying. <laughs> The hurricane, the hurricane was nothing but fire hoses and fucking attack dogs. For about 5% of the GNI, you say, well, that's not very much. Friends, that's 1 20th of the GNI. And that pretty much eats up GNI growth. That is economic growth for 2017. Okay. That eats it up. $400 billion of an act of God damage upon American houses, homes in California. In Texas, elsewhere across Puerto the country. Puerto Rico. I know. I'm waiting for Puerto Rico. I'm just sitting here waiting for Puerto Rico. They still Where's don't Puerto have Rico? power. Yeah, in Puerto Rico, they're just like, I really like the night sky. It's my only <laughs> entertainment. Yeah. Wait, that's still America. I Why know. can't they get this through their thick fucking skulls? I saw somebody recently posted something. I don't know how true it is, but they said that 200,000 Puerto Ricans have been moved to Florida because, you know, there's just no place to live there and they've come here. 
And they're just like, register to vote. You're American citizens. Friends brought the worst possible disasters in America, at least to this point in American history. And I think some of us need to switch this up and pay attention to this. In fact, it was a year of God's judgment on the state of California as well. California had two terrible fire seasons in October and December and uh, brought in, again, another $180 billion in reparation okay. damage. To be to the fair, $180 billion in California is like two houses in a laundry yeah, no kidding. Like, right? it's just so yeah. expensive. It's like one condo in San <laughs> right? Francisco. <laughs> state of California is the worst in California's history to the point that the governor of California, Jerry Brown, admitted that it was God's wrath upon the nation. And he was upset with President Trump for not fearing God and fearing the judgment of God enough. Of course, I sometimes was the I, wrong God. I, I, yeah, I think that perhaps Jerry Brown is, is speaking tongue in cheek, but he's certainly not referring to the God of the Bible. No, he's not referring to the God of the Bible, but it was the year... No. What are you talking about? What, what God are you referring to? What do you get to be like, for my God, I get to say not it? Like, what the fuck is, is that? Is that because he's a Democrat? I think so. He's like, oh, certainly not talking about the what? Which God? Thor? <laughs> I mean, oh, what the fuck is that? What's the God of wildfires? <laughs> <laughs> that uh, California introduced 10 textbooks into public schools that turned sodomites, that is, men from Sodom doing what men from Sodom like to do, What's that? What is butt that? Stuff. It's what butt is stuff. that? He's talking about butt stuff. If you'd be interested in doing some butt stuff, you can go <laughs> to adamandeve.com, type in Gloria Checkout. You get a free sex swing, free shipping. So half off half almost off any item. Almost any item. Including butt have, stuff. All you have to do is check out uh, at checkout and hit Gloria at checkout, and you'll get all that stuff. And you can, I mean, there's plenty of stuff to do butt stuff. Like butt stuff. Butt all stu- there's like a whole butt stuff category. There's like a whole butt stuff butt section. Stuff if, you wanna, if you want to get pegged, you can get pegged if, if you, you want to be the pegger. If you want to, yeah. Peg, if you want to get a peg, peg leg. If you want to date Peggy, <laughs> <laughs> you can do it at adamneep.com. Type in glory at checkout. And turning pedophiliacs and homosexuals into heroes. And that was the point of the 10 tentac- Yeah, literally not true. I need a hero. Yeah, I, I looked this up. Literally not true. It just, they basically said like, look, our textbooks need to include, they need to be inclusive of people who are LGBTQ and who've made, made uh, contributions to history. Oh. So that's it. Okay. They're not turning pedophiles into heroes because, again, conflating pedophilia with homosexuality is just lying. Sure. That's just all yeah. that is. That's just yeah. lying. Just making things up. Something assholes yeah. do, and he's an asshole. Um, but it's just like, yeah, this guy is a really cool guy, but everybody ignored him because he was gay. Let's stop doing that now. Like, everybody turn your pay, you turn to the chapter 10. We're going to be talking about Big Gay Abe and his <laughs> Lincoln log. So... <laughs> You know, I don't care like how much of a fucking hero somebody is. I'm not sucking a dick because yeah. I'm not gay. <laughs> I know, right? It's like, like, it's like, oh man, he like saved all those people from those from that burning building. But he liked dudes. Do I like dudes? <laughs> I know, right, dude? Like, you can save like my kid from a burning building, <laughs> and I'll be like, man, thank That's you so awesome. much. I really appreciate yeah. it. How'd you carry him? He's real fat. He's real fat. Was but, he? Did he try to go back into the cake? <laughs> <laughs> try to run back into the building for a cake. And I would be terribly grateful. Yeah. But I wouldn't be like, man. And then like that guy would be like, I saved your son. And I'm gay. Like, oh, I got Can somebody stick in my yeah. butt now? Like, that's not how sexuality yeah. that works. That guy would never say that. What he would say is, I saved your son and he threw my back out. That's what he would say. <laughs> 
that's just his way to weasel in a background, which is how yeah. this shit starts. That's how it starts. That's how it starts. That's how the gayness starts, right? everybody. Textbooks <laughs> that were issued for the first time. I believe that Jerry Brown signed the bill that encouraged homosexual indoctrination in California public schools for not a thing. It's not a thing. That's just not a thing. Also, it's, that didn't happen. There was an article that was talking about this time that uh, that the gay people that will be mentioned in those books, and it said over the centuries, Catholics have lobbied for versions of history that didn't give credit to America's founding entirely to intrepid Protestants. Native Americans have pointed out that friendly Squanto was something of a traitor to his own people. <laughs> Black Americans have made big pushes for more integrated versions of history than. The 1960s have rallied against narratives that depicted the former slaves as being befuddled by emancipation and wishing to return for the good old days. <laughs> befuddled. <laughs> oh my gosh, oh, we're fuck. so bad at history. We don't do this we're well the at worst all. At it. We're so bad. We're just uh, like, oh yeah, the gay. The, let me tell you about it. The blacks loved it when they were slaves. They were fucking killing it back then. They loved it. Oh no, that was the slave master that yeah, was killing it. Yeah, you got that I'm backwards. Sorry. Yeah, they were being killed. They, were being they weren't killed. killing it. Yeah, the it was them. Oh god, it's so funny. Uh, There's plenty of movements. We talked about one yeah. on Citation Needed, where they're trying to erase the history as as it was and try right. to change the change the view of that history. And and this is another example of this, right? People are coming forward and saying, look, there have been some LGBT people in the past that they've done some, that cool, have done shit. some cool shit and they've been ignored and we should talk about them. And everybody's just like, no, we want to change history. We don't think people should know yeah. about it. We want to be like, you know, all history is editorialized, right? Absolutely. So you, you, you edit at the very least yeah. you edit by omission, sure. right? So, but, but there's a hundred other ways that, that uh, history is all about editing, right? Yeah. So we, we have to pick and choose who goes in our books and who's not in our book this year and what have you, but like blatantly excluding people who've done cool shit because what they like to do in bed. Well, one, what if they like to do really cool shit in bed? Yeah. How would you know about it? So you got to learn these things somehow. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. This story's from right wing watch. This is Liz croaking. This lady. I just want to read this. And then this we're going to, this is Okay. The CIA uses tunnels underneath the Playboy Mansion to traffic child sex slaves. The CIA mm -hmm. tunnels, mm -hmm. Playboy Mansion, sex slaves. Traffic sex slaves I underneath in tunnels. Is that the underdeveloped railroad? Is that what that is? <laughs> Underaged railroad? What is that? All right, here we go. That was terrible. Here we go. These people don't even hide it this, that much because they also believe- They're hiding it in tunnels. <laughs> the tunnels are the- They're okay. hiding it. That's how- Okay. All right. Sorry. It's been less than it. one second. I want to hide it. I'm ashamed of fucking kids. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I should be ashamed of it. That line right there is why you'll never hold political yeah. office. Someone will pull that out of yeah, context. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, somebody pulls that out of context. But it's like, it's so funny because because the way they depict these people, and I mean, we haven't even talked about this right. clip yet, but the way they depict these people is so brazen to be, you know, involved in this child sex ring and then also be super secretive. It's just there's a weird dichotomy. They're, they're, hi they're, they're hiding in plain sight. Yeah, exactly. Right? And, but then they're yeah. but then they're but broadcasting also, it, but then they're also hiding. If they kind of flaunt their evil ways in plain sight, that they okay. They flaunt their evil ways in plain sight, right? Okay. Uh -huh. In the tunnel, in like the you're a tunnel. 
hidden, hidden from plain it. sight in plain the sight. The CIA, the spy tunnels. organization, who's is on using first tunnels. <laughs> the spies are using tunnels to openly show you what they're hiding. Gives them more power as well. And you know, it's interesting. I, I haven't seen that show um, on HBO. I should look into it. But I know in your one of your most recent videos, you're talking about Eric Schmidt. And it's very interesting that Eric Schmidt, um, you know, resigned from his alphabet agency um, as CEO. He resigned recently. Uh, Eric Schmidt is up to his eyeballs in corruption. I mean, he actively colluded um, with the Clinton campaign to rig the election using Google. Uh, again. The fuck is that on about? I don't know what she's talking about. I literally have no idea what she's talking he about. Colluded he with colluded the with to Clintons rig the, to rig the election with Google. Google. The fuck does that even mean? The fu- how can you collude? Who's on with, top in that? Like who's uh, Google's always on top, man. <laughs> Google? No, Google's not on top. There's a lot of O's in Google. Like you can oh, get in a true. lot of O's. You know what I mean? That's like true. there's a lot of ways to fuck Google. There is a lot. Yeah, like two in the G. Two in the G. Two in the G. That's the shock. A couple can, of O's. You can go full shocker yeah. on the G and you can do that yeah. twice. You could fist both the O's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, the L's the only penetrator. Yeah. <laughs> Against Trump. I did multiple stories on this. Uh, but nobody listened and because nobody it made no sense. <laughs> I did multiple stories on Google and then and they were fucking hacking the election. <laughs> and I quote, observer yeah. <laughs> before the, ele- the election last year, Eric Schmidt, also owns a home that is like, I want to say two or three doors down from the Playboy Mansion. Now, when I read that, I got goosebumps because it's a lot of anons and Q has talked about the Playboy Mansion. And there's lots of reports that there are underground tunnels underneath the Playboy Mansion because the Playboy Mansion is a CIA operation and they use underground Tunnels to traffic kids. What? Why would they? Okay. All right. Okay. No, okay. All right. Okay. All right. Go. All right. So it's a, first off, the Playboy Mansion is a CIA operation. What the fuck could the the Central Intelligence Agency be doing, looking at fucking nineteen year old titties? Like, what is? <laughs> well, what is the? I mean, I understand why they're there. Like, it makes sense. Hold on. Right. The FBI, though, female body inspectors. That makes sense, <laughs> right? I've seen that T-shirt at Spencer Gifts. <laughs> so if it was the FBI, God. it would make sense. You gotta, well, if, if it was the CIA, that, it'd be like cunts in action. That, if you right? wear that cunts in action, <laughs> that's dirty. That it, it's the it, it, Playboy's not that dirty. Actually, <laughs> actually there's no cunts. It's just, <laughs> it's just, it's just titties. That's all they, don't, they don't show pussy. In I don't think Playboy. So. I don't think they show bush. I think they did back. Well, they don't they show bush to. anymore. Now it's smooth. Yeah, I mean. So, I mean, the, the ones I used to see were like my buddy's dads. Yeah, we would steal it. Yeah, no, yeah, they had full they had full beards back then. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, but uh, Playboy, what what on or like so? It's an old dude who's now dead, right? Yeah, right. But an old dude who liked to throw parties and bang young women, right? Right, like that's what. And for him, young women was like seventy two. Like that's like a young woman. <laughs> Like that dude was old as fuck. He was oldie McOlderson at a certain point, married to one or two of them or three of them at I one know, time. Like, yeah. But that guy was like, like all he wanted to do was like squeeze young boobies. Like, and then, and he made a lot of money off that taking photographs of those girls. That's it. If you're the CIA, what the fuck is the CIA doing? I, if you're the CIA. All right. Hang on a second. If you're the CIA 
and you want to do something nefarious. Now, I don't even understand why the CIA would want to be doing child sex trafficking, right? Like, I don't know how they're involved in that piece, but let's, let's say, hey, why would you pick the, like the most ostentatious home in America? Sure. That's always full of people, reporters coming in and yeah. out, celebrities. People. Why would you just pick yeah. like some house? Yeah. And, and where do the tunnels go too? It's like, already a house that is dealing in sexual activity, right? right? It's, it's already house. a house that has a lot of sexual connotations to it, right? Like people expect sex to be going on there, et cetera, et cetera. Why would you be like, yeah, and there's a bunch of underage girls here, you know, like, wouldn't you be like, Hey, and then we're doing it at the fucking, at the rectory, because that's where they normally do the pedophilia. <laughs> It's a great where, way to hide. Okay, I also want to know, like, and I hope she, like, where does the tunnel go to? All right, well, let's find you, out. Okay. So to find out that Eric Schmidt, who is involved in these circles, has a home close to the Playboy Mansion really makes me wonder if his home is connected to these underground um, tunnels where they traffic the children. He's, he's in big trouble. Um, but I, I also want to note that Harvey Weinstein and Hillary next door to each other. They had summer homes next door to each other. And I, I, a summer home is not the same as living next to somebody. And also like, like if you're going to pass a kid, why go through the trouble of digging a hole, digging a hole between your two and have a contractor who knows about it. Why right? not just walk the kid next door I, I in your secluded area where your summer homes are? I, I don't understand any of this nonsense. Also like, like all these fucking rich fucks live next to each other, right? Yeah. They fucking live. Yeah. Cause they, they live, live in a like rich gated fuck community. World, yeah. Right. They're like, oh yeah, I got a, so I got a summer house in super richville, USA. Yeah. Oh really? So do other super rich people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they all live in the same place. So you wouldn't believe it, but both of them live in the Hamptons. <laughs> oh my God. You know, Martha's Vineyard is full of rich people. Oh, again, is that still happening? Somebody needs to shoo them out of there. <laughs> People need to take note of these things. It's not a coincidence that these elites all have these mansions that are next door to each other. <laughs> it's not. No. They all have one thing in common. Well, elitism. <laughs> yeah, well, right. And also, the other thing they have in common is mansions. Yeah, And, and if I'm building a mansion, yeah. I'm not building a mansion yeah. next to houses that aren't exactly. also mansions. Well, I built my, I built my mansion in this trailer. Right? <laughs> they traffic the kids underground okay so it's no coincidence because there's less traffic <laughs> traffic the kids underground oh uh, do they have like little like special little cars for them like little like you know like the, the <laughs> temple of doom cars that they like have to press the button down and the, you know what i'm talking about the, right, like, the lever right. cars like the but you know like the, what if you get like a fat kid that doesn't fit your tunnel is it an, is it a human traffic jam it is <laughs> And it's your kid because he ate too much cake. <laughs> Fucking fat little shit. Plug the holes up again. I wanted to get a fresh supply of brand new yarns. Your fat little shitty kid. Plug the tunnels up again. <laughs> you know what it is? This woman is talking about the Goonies. Like she has like a <laughs> like there's like a cave underground where kids are going to and fro. That makes sense because yeah. with the human trafficking, there's always that one-eyed willy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and said all these rapists and pedophiles happen to have homes that are right next door to each other. Right. They're underground. We know for a fact there's underground facilities and tunnels in DC and in LA that they use to traffic kids as sex slaves. 
No, we don't. No, we don't know that. We don't know that at all. You made it up. Nobody knows it. (laughs) That's just something you said out loud. They they have underground facilities in those places. They're called subways. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we want to thank our most recent patrons. Of course, we want to thank all our patrons. You guys are amazing, but we want to thank our most recent patrons. Eli's Scabby Thong, Chris, Madeline, Jennifer, Gene, Malcolm, Smurfree, Andrew, Pat, Lucky McChancy. Lucky McChancy is great. (laughs) King Leon, God of the Aboriginals. The Nope Train Express. (laughs) Graphics Kong, Simon, Brian, Joseph. That sickening in love power couple, L. King, Adam, Michael, Lewis, insert clever name here, Daily Circus Podcast, Stephen, Aaron, Michael Schaefer is starting off 2018 without a hilarious patron name, (laughs) (laughs) Daniel, Kevin, Pixel, Bastion, Craig, Josh, Inspector Raff, Tim, and Kenneth. Thanks so much for your generous donations. We really do appreciate it. Glory Hole Studios functions because of you. Thank you so much. We are, um, hopefully, when this releases, yesterday, we will have done a couple of interviews for the new position. Indeed. And uh, and so we're hoping to have a new employee soon. And we'll probably have an, maybe an announcement within a week or so. That'd be great. That'd be nice. But that wouldn't be possible without patronage. That wouldn't, you know, we would not be able to be able to no, hand off some of that work that uh, that none worked, of this would be yeah. possible without our patrons. For you sure. know, the, the the studio wouldn't be yeah, possible. For the sure. equipment to run the show. Yeah, this show doesn't happen without the support of our patrons. Yeah. Thanks so much. Ugh. We got a message from Bryce, and Bryce says Jesus. Bryce was talking about some music. Bryce, and he sent along this band, this band called Belacor. Is that what is that what you would Man, say? Man, I wouldn't say it because this band is terrible, so oh. I would never say their name. This is supposed to be melodic death metal. Oh, it's not. What? That's, that's not, not a thing. That's not. Death metal's just not my jam, man. Man, it's just not it's my jam. It's the way they sing. It's just not my jam. It sounds like it's, garbage. It's not my jam. I can't do it. I don't like it because it's bad music. We got a message from Adam, and Adam, I have seen this before. He mentioned that, you know, he was really uh, digging the discussion we had, and we were talking about war pigs, and he said, uh, it's still surprisingly relevant. I saw this reaction video recently that reflects it's not just the song's relevance, but it's broad appeal. And there's a couple of guys that do this, this show called Lost in Vegas on YouTube. And I'm not a YouTube guy. I don't see this stuff very often. But I watched this. I watched them do a mega death reaction video. You showed it to me. It's hilarious. It's awesome. These guys are awesome. It's yeah. a couple black dudes. And I guess they normally do hip hop. But they also get requests to do metal right. and like old timey metal, like clearly Megadeth, Megadeth right. and then War Pigs. Um, I don't know what else they've done. I haven't really looked through their catalog. I watched a couple of their videos, but a really cool show. What a cool idea to just, and they're talking about the music and how like it moves. They seem like and, really funny and guys. And they seem like really funny guys. Yeah. They're really good. I enjoyed the couple that I've seen. Uh, it's a YouTube show called uh, Lost in Vegas. I'll actually put a link to the War Pigs one on this week's uh, show notes, but yeah, it was it's it's a really cool show. You should check it out if you have time. Tom, we wanted to read out. We haven't read a Google Voice in a long time. No, no, we have not. And so we just thought we'd read one. You know, we used to do this a lot. And so, Tom, go ahead. This one came in this week. Hey, Tom. It's Phil. It's me, Trav. Mom owns a four playing. I called the prayer last week. 
I'm still doing the buy skeptical podcast, but for some strange reason in the last couple of months for both my schedule in Morgan's schedule, since we've been sort of, you know, doing it sporadically, but it's still going on. And of course I'm still doing the buy any means podcast weekly. Want to fill out a little shameless plug, by the way, my phone on division. They're going home. Motherfucker. <laughs> It's getting better though. It is. It's getting it better. Is. I kind of understood that without bit. it. Uh, we got an image of Trump <laughs> um, and a, it's a Dune image from Amrit. We're going to put it on oh, this week's God. show notes. Um, this is episode 395. Tom, we got a long message from James about prayer in school. It's actually really hilarious. So uh, you know, he got a bunch of shit um, basically for not uh, saying the Lord's prayer in school. Um, and like the kind of shit he says where he had to go cut a switch off the willow tree and bring it back to his dad. Um, later on, like he, his last semester's report card said in big red letters that James now says the Lord's prayer every morning with the rest of the class, followed by several exclamation points. What the teacher didn't realize is that instead of saying the Lord's prayer, I was mouthing the words to black Sabbath's iron man, Johnny Cash's <laughs> ring of fire and a bunch of Chris Ledex's songs. I don't know that guy. Um, I love it. I love I love it because they got no fucking idea. Yeah, they don't know. Right? Yeah. Just look like you're doing it. This is uh we got a bunch of messages about this. Um it looks like that rank choice voting is not going to be happening in Maine like we thought it was. That was what it said in the article yeah. and it's one of the reasons why we talked about it. Um, because we were both so excited for ranked choice voting, but a bunch of people had sent us messages and said, it doesn't look like it's going to be going through for that. Um, I guess that they're, uh, that they had called it, uh, unconstitutional up there. And so they, they're fighting about it right now. So that might not happen, or it doesn't look like it's going to happen at all for this. And it might not happen in the future. But, uh, but anyway, we just, we thought it was a cool thing. And I love the idea. Yeah, of I like it voting. too. I like it too. I mean, it has its issues, but I think that, you know, it might cover up some of the issues that, you know, it makes strategic voting a lot less, a lot less of an issue. Yeah, absolutely. We got a message from from Bastion, and Bastion's in the Netherlands, and he says he only has a hundred more episodes to go. He's been listening to our podcast in September, and he's almost done with the back catalog. Wow, wow, man, they don't have anything to do in the Netherlands. That Good is for you. Terrible buddy. up there. <laughs> it's like they closed themselves in for the winter. <laughs> Just wait for. Put it a to blanket thaw. over the country. We're not getting out of here until spring. <laughs> We got an image from oh, Aaron it's just, it's and totally it's a Star stupid, Wars. And I love it. Star Wars joke that we're going to put on this week's show notes. Check it out. <laughs> this is funny. Oh, this is Donovan funny. sent a messages and said, I didn't know that song when you mentioned it. Um, and it was the song uh, spill the wine. Uh, and, uh, and we talked about it last week. He said, I had to check it out and I found the video and I realized I did know the song and I also hate it. <laughs> <laughs> And the only way that song could be worse is if Eddie Vedder decided to cover it. <laughs> I agree on Eddie Vedder. I don't, I'm not a, I'm not a Pearl Jam fan. I was never, and, and, and grunge was really hot when you didn't I was like grunge. Grunge was really hot when I was in high school and I was not a grunge guy. Yeah. I liked grunge. Not a huge fan of yeah. Nirvana myself. Like um, Nirvana. I'm not a huge fan of Pearl Jam or Soundgarden. Those are the big bands. I think, right. Was they were, they, I mean, among them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like any of that stuff no. really. So. Um, I mean, I don't, there's a few iconic songs from Nirvana I like, but I'm not a huge Nirvana fan. Yeah, I like Nirvana's whole catalog, actually. I like Nirvana quite a bit. Yeah. Pearl Jam, I I agree. Eddie Vedder is a fucking terrible singer. <laughs> He's just, it's, it's terrible. He's a terrible, terrible singer. He's also a terrible lyricist. And his band that backs him up is awful. I don't like his music. Pearl Jam sucks. <laughs> 
<laughs> send your fucking hate mail yeah, send too. Your hate mail to Tom. Yeah, I, it's not my jam, man. No, it's not my Pearl Jam. So <laughs> garbage. All right, so we got an interesting message, Tom, and this was written in a way that makes no sense. So what Tom's going to do is he's just going to read it like it's a poem. So like most of Tom's poetry, it doesn't make any sense. So let's. Out. Why don't you Truth. read this? Gravitated to the counterculture motif while finding the Valley Girl incessant, culturally overused. Like, try hard to be different, yet interject rote. Just awareness. <laughs> Kate. Just awareness. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It ends with just awareness, comma. Like, that's my... That is how just I want to end everything from now on. <laughs> like business letters, I want to be just awareness. <laughs> I think what happened is that somebody sent us a uh, a translate because yeah, this is be. this is clearly not an, <laughs> this is not a this is not an English as a first language type of message. I, I work. My company owns a company, a, a, a sister company in India, and we work with them quite a lot. And they'll send us messages every now and again. They're like, "We need this thing from you in order to do the needful." <laughs> Uh, Gotta do the needful. Hey, sweetheart, get out the lube. We're doing, <laughs> doing the needful. The needful. <laughs> it's flag day. <laughs> All right, well, that's going to wrap it up for this week. If you hadn't checked it out and you missed it, um, we released to Toaster Shakens, the best and worst of 2017 last week uh, on Thursday. So if you're uh, if you missed it, check it out. Um, there's a lot of really good stuff in there and a lot of really horrible stuff in there. <laughs> so I hope you enjoy it. Uh, we're going to be back on Monday uh, with another show, but we're going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, Cancer Cures, Detox, Reflex, Foot Massage, Death in Towers, Tarot Cars, Psychic Healing, Crystal Balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, Aliens, Churches, Mosques, and Synagogues, Temples, Dragons, Giant Worms, Atlantis, Dolphins, Truthers, Birthers, Witches, Wizards, Vaccine Nuts, Shaman Healers, Evangelists, Conspiracy, Doublespeak, Stigmata, Nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.